Hi, Salesbees listeners. Um, this is Anna. Today, we're flipping the script. We don't have a guest, but Mike and I have accomplished a lot over the past year as we have built up this podcast, and we want to share some of our successes with you. So I have Mike here today. He's going to be interviewing me, and we're going to be talking about some of the things that I've accomplished over this past year. Anna, Anna, Anna. <laughs> I don't, uh, don't know why we, we took so long to do this. We've done so many episodes, and I feel like a lot of people out there probably don't know who we are. So I'm really looking forward to this. So why don't you tell everyone when we met, when you got into the business, um, how long have you been at this? Um, so I've been in the real estate industry for about three and a half years. Um, I started on a team. Um, then I, through connections, met Sandy and through uh, Keller Williams Young Professionals, we started building that out here in Canada and um, just things aligned and it made sense for me to join McKay Realty Network. So I, I guess that would have been probably about a year and a half ago and that's when we met. Yeah. So I would say the starting point for you when things really started to take off, you hopped into our ISA department and you built out, I would say you're solely responsible for building, I would say is the largest, most productive ISA department of any real estate team in Canada. You say that's fair? Yeah, I would say we've had lots of success with the ISA department over the past year. Mm -hmm. I know just myself, I could go on holidays for two months and you guys will consistently book me appointments. Um, I know it's very important for all the realtors out there that we lead generate and do our own follow-up, but when you have someone like Anna in your court, a lot of that work is taken off my plate and off the plate of the agents in our company, which is awesome. So thank you so much for that. Um, what would you say has been the biggest key to building out this awesome ISA team? Yeah, so when, when I came on board the team, I was still kind of uh, figuring out what path I wanted to take. Um, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to stay on admin side, if I wanted to be a realtor, I was in the process of getting my license. I just knew that I wanted to be in this environment. I wanted to be in this team. Um, so I started as an ISA and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll figure out what will come from that. Um, as I got into the role, I discovered I really liked it. I really liked doing the follow-ups, doing the activities of an agent. And at the same time, the opportunity came up for me to take the department and really run with it. So that's what I did. Um, that was probably a month or two after I actually joined the team. Um, so slowly just started building out some systems and processes. I come from like a very systematized background. I really like um, operations and so on. So building out those systems and making sure that things were like automated as seamless as possible allowed me to have that good foundation for then to grow the ISA team. When I started, I think I was the only ISA. There was a couple other ISAs um, kind of working part-time, but then I hired two ISAs working full-time with me. Um, we were really kind of testing the systems that I had built. We were really seeing how it was working. And then by the big, actually the beginning of this year, 2020, that's when we really blew up the department. Um, we, I think we grew at our largest to about seven ISAs plus some outside sales agents as well. And, um, Right now, I think we're sitting at about four or five ISAs, two OSAs, and then another virtual ISA. Mm -hmm. Coolest thing for me, I would say, when you look at this company as a whole, and right now I would say we're doing very well. We're, as of a couple of weeks ago, ranked the top five Keller Williams team in the whole country. And when you look at this team, I would say you've set the foundation for our group as a whole. The majority of people working on our team that are producing at a high level as agents came through your program. So yeah. 
what did you do to attract those people to your program? What did you do once they were actually in that department to allow them to grow their skills to the point where they could get out on the other side, start trading as realtors, and oftentimes transact anywhere from, say, 20 to 30 units a year? Yeah, so I think the uh, it really comes down and in terms of finding the right person, there's so many different ways to find the right people. I started very much on like regular hiring platforms. Like I was using Wise Hire for those that don't know, it's a real estate specific hiring program and it pushes out uh, job postings to like 10 different places or more. I think, I think it's like 30 different places. Um, and through there, I was just filtering through um, through resumes and I was like trying to find people that were in the licensing process that were probably from a sales background or had some sort of experience with customer service. So that'd be a little bit of an easier transition. And then going through the interviewing process, I was using some of the Keller Williams models uh, from career visioning, which is how to hire, train and retain top talent. And um, I think that allowed us to really find the right people, hire them slowly over a, like a, a good interview process. And then if it turned out that they're not a good fit, obviously firing quickly. But luckily, like even through this pandemic, we haven't let go of a single person. And I think that's one of the things that we're the most proud of is that we didn't let go of a single salaried staff. We didn't let go of a single person. And we actually grew through this time and produced at a higher level. So um, I guess coming back to your original question, it's not like one form of generation for, sorry, one form of lead generation for these recruits because then people started coming at me from different avenues. Like we were getting referrals from our brokerage of people that wanted to join our team because we weren't out there selling our vision, but people were being attracted to us. And then they had to sell us on why they should join our team. Um, another really, really good source is actually the keg. We've hired a lot of people from the keg that are, have been top producers within our team. So um, with those connections, I've been seeking out other people that also want to get into real estate, which is really awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, so obviously a huge year last year when it comes to building out that department. I think when I look at your year in review, it's almost though like you've had two jobs. You been spearheading all your initiatives with KWIP and you've been running our inside sales team. Tell me a little bit about KWIP. I know that put you on the map. You're Keller Williams, Canada famous at this <laughs> point, at least. Um, so you set up, it was one of the largest real estate events ever um, in this country. Yeah. So it's funny the other, well, like a couple of weeks back now, um, a couple of memories came up on my Facebook and it was the real estate growth summit, which happened almost exactly a year ago. And that's when everything kind of kicked off for me. And I really started to see doors opening and opportunities happening. Um, coming back to KWIP, this was started in Canada, like not very long ago, over like two and a bit years ago. And this organization is essentially a nonprofit organization to help realtors, you know, to create the leaders of real estate in Canada. Um, so I got asked earlier on, like in, in my real estate career to be a part of it. And I had no idea really what I was getting into. And I just thought, you know what, I, I don't usually get too involved in like extracurricular activities. And I'm like starting in a new career. I was like, this is going to be the way to network and to meet people. So I did it. And like I said, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I started as the director of ops for the only KWIP chapter in Canada. And at that point, I think we had like 10, 15 members. 
Um, and I really attribute most of our success to our leaders, which Dylan and Sandy and some of the other people in the organization to really create that vision to allow us to grow KWIP. And then ultimately last year, put on the Real Estate Growth Summit. Um, that was a huge team effort. It took lots and lots of time, lots and lots of manpower, but ultimately it became the largest real estate conference put on by KW in Canada and ever. Um, and like I said, a lot of opportunities came of that because we saw a change in our industry, not only our industry, but our company in Canada that we haven't seen before. And people got excited about it. And I think we got really excited about it. I know that's, that's the only reason we have this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the reason we have this podcast is because after the Growth Summit, being around all these leaders, being around all these people that are doing amazing in business, we were like, how do we stay in front of those people? How do we network with them at a higher level? And this became a mean to do so, to grow our own network and to also learn from people that are doing it way better than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I couldn't really be where I am without KWIP and without the leaders in my life. Yeah. Okay. Um, tell me, how has that event impacted your life? So you don't, somewhat left our team or you stepped away from it to a certain degree and now you're pursuing other opportunities. Um, what are you doing today and how does KWIP put you in a position to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> so, like I said, um, the Real Estate Growth Summit really did a lot in terms of opportunities. It was essentially right after that, that all of the leaders within KWIP came together and we were like, this is massive. Like, this has been a big change uh, for KW. Um, now, how can we also continue to make that happen? Um, the big idea that came about was, okay, well, there's not a ton of growth happening in Canada across market centers. Let's be the change in that. So it was like December 13th last year, we sent an email to our regional director, David Berceau, and we said, hey, we want to open up a market center. And then since then, we've been working at it to open up a market center. And like you said, I was working here at MRN, and now I've gotten the opportunity to go uh, be the team leader at that office. So we're, we're in the process of launching, and I hope by the time this episode comes out, we'll be fully launched in a, a brokerage in Vaughan. Uh, Keller Williams Legacies and I'm really excited because like you said what opportunities have come about and this is the biggest one that I've gotten and this is only the start. Yeah so from what I understand your plans are a lot larger than moving to Vaughn and opening up a market center and acting as team lead there. You, What are those plans? We spoke about it the other day. Yeah so that's a, that's a good question. I'm, I'm hard like I'm difficult with um, outlining my vision, but I know that I want to open up more offices and I want to be involved in that process. So luckily I'm around some really great leaders. Currently, my biggest goal for the upcoming year is to grow that current office to 200 agents. We're going to be launching with about 60 agents. So I have 140 to go over the next year. And I'm really excited because not only are we going to share the KW models and systems that we've been using to grow our team, but we're also going to be helping people build their own generational wealth Um, many times we talk about realtors don't purchase their own products and being in an environment where we're investor heavy and investor focused we want to teach people how what their net worth is we want to teach people how to build wealth not only through purchasing real estate but investing joint venture partners there's so many different options so wealth building is not something that's taught at every brokerage but that's what we want to do Mm -hmm. yeah this is an industry where we're not 
drug dealers. <laughs> it is okay to purchase your own pro your own product. And in fact, it is very good to purchase your own product. When I look at my few years in this business, I'm sure I've made a great living off commissions. I've made way more money off of buying rental properties. Um, wealth building effect of purchasing your own product is so much stronger than any commission you could ever earn. And the opportunity to purchase houses when you're on the ground level like we are, it's huge. And I've heard Gary Keller actually say before, every time you go to a listing appointment, yes, you should be there to add value to your clients. Yes, you should be there to get them as much money as possible. But in the back of your head, you should be thinking, is there a way that I can add value to these clients while also coming up with a method in which I can buy the house I'm right now sitting in yeah. on my listing appointment? Um, that's huge. Anna, so this is something we don't talk about very often. Where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? Where do you want to take this thing? Yeah, um, I think continuing to grow my leadership skills, I want to be in a leadership position. Um, like I said, spearheading more office launches across uh, Canada, across Ontario, and also owning at least two of my own market centers. So that's that's going to be the biggest goal of mine over the next five years or having some sort of ownership in those. Um, and I, I didn't see that path before, but now it's pretty clear. I just have to kind of stick to what I'm doing, stick to the activities and help people grow their businesses. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Anything you want to add before we wrap up? No, you know, um, who, should, who do I know that I should bring on this podcast, Mike? I think that... Uh, we're coming up on a new year and um, we're, we're going to be really excited to show some of the guests that are upcoming. If you have anyone that you want to suggest for our podcast, let us know. Reach out on our Instagram, on our Facebook page, on our website. Um, we're really excited to share with you guys what we've been learning and uh, continue to grow together.